the college football experience, Tennessee volunteers, 2023 season preview episode on the sports gambling podcast networks brought to you by our very own Patreon score, exclusive perks, content and contest, including our NFL win totals contest with a thousand dollar prize. Join today at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Patreon. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Patreon. We're also brought to you by Game Time. Download the Game Time app to get last minute tickets at the lowest price guaranteed. Use the promo code CFBX for $20 off. And remember, as always, folks, to let it ride. This is Jerry Glanville, and you're listening to SGPN. Let it ride, brother. Three season preview. Oh, what a season! Josh Heupel putting them back on the map. Obviously, that fantastic game where you stormed the field, took down the goalpost, and uh, brought the goalpost to the fucking Tennessee River. Awesome. I think that's probably the thing that everyone remembers most about the college football season last year was that Alabama game. Unbelievable game. Mm. Uh, look, if you're wondering who the hell you're listening to, my name is Colby Swinging Database Dad, aka Pick. Dundee, that's not a pick. This is a pick. He was raised in the land down under, where a man thinks on his feet, speaks with his fists, and lives by his wits. When Dundee happened, he was a superstar. I'm probably drinking too much and celebrating too much and not sleeping. Would have killed a normal man, but nah, nah, that's gone. The medical advice I got from that was, was like being hit by lightning. Pretend it never happened and get on with your life. Talk involved football. Hey, Peyton Manning's teaching a class now. I don't even want to ask what the class is, unless it's unless it's a quarterback camp, Manning Academy. He's a professor now. Professor Peyton. Professor Peyton Manning. They got Heath Schuler, isn't he? Like a, isn't he like a governor or something? I feel like I feel like he is. He's something, all right? And they got Navy Schuler on this roster. I am joined by my co-host. He is the host of the Bottom Line Bombs podcast, which you need to be subscribed to, folks. Uh, they call him the man in the box. I give you a seat. Jay Sullivan, how you doing, brother? Yes, Dundee. Great time to be here doing Tennessee Volunteers. Now we're getting into some juicy stuff. Oh, what a great season. 11 wins a season ago. Nobody saw it coming. Mm-hmm. And look, I got to be honest, even though this is a, you know, we are a Mike Leach podcast, may he rest easy. Yep. And I know he recruited Josh Heupel and, and I thought Josh Heupel was a, had done a decent job as an OC at Missouri. And then even at UCF, I didn't think he would get Tennessee going like this. Yeah. 11 wins in year two after a seven and six season to start. Well, especially what he took over for it. It was a debacle. Yeah. Jeremy Pruitt handing out bags of cash. Well, they've been doing that at Tennessee <laughs> right, for a long time, but Absolutely. yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> but like 50 people left. It was gross. It, yeah. it was self-imposed. That's what I love. We reported it on ourselves. So we didn't have to pay him that ridiculous contract. Uh, 
But hell, what a season a year ago. Now here's the thing. Here's the thing. Okay. Obviously, Hypel is looking like a genius fucking hire right now, mm-hmm. right? But the question is: Is can they sustain it? Because Hen and Hooker gone. You look back a season ago, they did have a three-point win against Alabama. They did have a five-point win against the Florida Gators. They did have an overtime win against Pitt, where Keaton Slovis got injured in the second quarter. So. Can they sustain those close wins and can they build on it? I know they have a great NIL collective. What do you make of Josh Heupel? Well, yeah, I love Josh Heupel. I mean, yeah. he was great at Central Florida. Central Florida, mm-hmm. twenty-eight and eight out down there, and he came in and then he, um, you know, he brought that offense in. I mean, that's offense is amazing. Yeah. Forty-six points a game. Yeah, they're yeah. fun. He brought back fun to Rocky Top. I agree. I and mean, he's got the kids playing dodgeball <laughs> together. They're going bowling and everything. Yeah, five hundred twenty yards a game. That also helps. Uh, definitely five hundred twenty yards a game. Wow, uh, fantastic stuff. Now, now here's the thing. Greg Sankey issued a thing saying teams could get fined and potentially, you know, they were talking about suspending, uh, you know, games, meaning you could get two straight home games against a certain team. Now it turns out they just did a, a gigantic fine. Uh, because they don't want you to rush the field and take down the goalpost anymore, uh, which I, I highly encourage. I think <laughs> if you beat Alabama, right. you're, I don't give and, and shout out to Tennessee's athletic director. When this happened, he's like, I don't care about the fine. Now this year they put a stronger fine in there, but I'll be honest. Look, t- Tennessee fans, you guys were great. That was a great scene in college football last year. I think it's the, th- the thing that I think of most out of all of college football season last year. It's not Georgia winning the national championship. It's the Tennessee moment against Alabama, right? So when Texas A&M comes to town this year, if they're preseason top, or I'm sorry, at the time, if they're top 10, top 15, I expect you to do the same fucking thing. All right, let's go. Uh, all right. We're going to talk offense, defense, special teams, transfer portal and go game by game on the vol schedule. What do you make of that dog Smokey? They got Smokey dog. I like that. Yeah, he's yeah, about he's like, nice. yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. And he can travel well, unlike the Uga Bulldog. Yeah. They've gone through about twelve of them because you know those Bulldogs can't go more than past their driveway. And they, they lock him in that box and fly, put him on a bus. Are you kidding me? Smokey's great. He'll solve a fucking murder yeah. mystery too. Smokey's right? got a pipe, a, a trench coat. Yeah, yeah he's, he's good. Uh, folks, we're gonna talk all that. We're gonna go game by game on the Vols schedule. But before we do that, I want to tell you that the college football experience, Tennessee Volunteers. Season previews brought to you by Game Time. Uh, look, buying tickets to your favorite events shouldn't be that stressful. Say you were going to that Alabama game a year ago, and you know you didn't have those tickets. You didn't have those tickets until last second. Whew, I could imagine you probably paid double, triple, maybe quadruple what the the tickets would have been in in August. But in general, I'm sure it was stressful because you wanted to be a part of that experience. I mean, down jumping down to the Tennessee Ooh, River, throwing my God, throwing the goalposts in the Tennessee Love River, it. amazing. That's incredible. I've been to the stadium, by the way. They do college football right they in do. Knoxville. Yeah, Ben wear a suit. Uh, bring it. Bring a bring a formal date. Bring a formal date. They go. Yeah, I, we do. You know what I like about their stadium is right outside the stadium yeah. is like like I'm talking. It's like they had did a, a row of bars, right. and then they said, "Let's put a stadium right in the middle of these fucking bars." <laughs> I know, it yeah. is, and they get it's fantastic. And they, and get a, they get after yeah. it. They get after. Oh, they it. do. Yeah. They do, folks. Get, get look. So it shouldn't be that stressful. You should be on a like when I went to the Tennessee game, mm-hmm. I was on a pontoon boat sucking Ooh. down adult beverages. All right, and uh, it wasn't that stressful because I had bought my tickets, you know, months before. But I can imagine it being very stressful mm. if you if you haven't figured that out. Uh, and look, game time is the fast and easy way to buy tickets for all the the sports, the music, the comedy, and the theater all near you with killer deals. Uh, you know, last minute tickets and their best 
price guarantee. You can stop stressing over the tickets and start getting hyped over the fun you're going to have at the games. Uh, so forget planning months in advance. All right. Game time has deals on tickets right up to the day of the, of the event. And uh, get, a, mm-hmm. you know, you get exclusive flash deals on tickets for football, basketball, baseball, concerts, comedy, theater, m- and more. And get this, they got the game time guarantee, which means you'll always get the best price. If you were to somehow find tickets in the same section and row for less game time, will credit you with 110% of the difference. Yes. Snag the tickets without the stress with game time, download the game time app, create, create an account, use the promo code CFBX for $20 off your first purchase. Once again, terms apply, uh, create that account and then the redeeming code CFBX for $20 off. Download the game time app. Uh, today, last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. All right, we are back on the college football experience, Tennessee Volunteers season preview. And boy, what a season it was a year ago. Their first double digit win season since 2007, CJ Sullivan. Amazing. That's a, that was a 15, 16 year drought. There. I loved it. I had tickets on them all year. 91 win SC, all these things. All the SEC oh, but man, you got to wonder if Hennon Hooker doesn't get injured, <sighs> where they would have been, where Amazing. they would have been. But uh, all right, let's talk about what is departing the transfer portal. Obviously bat shit crazy, but Tennessee's got a, he's got a, a fantastic NIL collective. So you can imagine mm-hmm. what the, the, the future of the vol football <sighs> program may look like um, departing though. Is defensive lineman Dejan Terry heading out to the Oklahoma Sooners, who will be in the SEC one year from now? Uh, cornerback Gerard Gentry, no relation to Dennis. He is uh, he is in the portal. <laughs> Tech Mobile legend Dennis <laughs> there Gentry. Go. There he we brought go. Brought that opening kickoff to the house. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Safety Cameron Miller. He said, "I've had I had enough time in Knoxville. I'm going down to Memphis, hanging out at BB Kings. Mm. He's a tiger now." Uh, athlete Derek Taylor's in the portal. Punter Colby Morgan heads out to the thundering herd of Marshall. Go do some, go do some meth in old Hunts, Huntington, yeah, Hunts, Huntington. Hunt. Yeah. Uh, defensive lineman Amari McNeil heading out to the Colorado Buffaloes and Deion Sanders. Quarterback Traven Jackson supposed to be a starter, by the way, at the Indiana Hoosiers. He heads out to Bloomington. Penciled in as the day one starter against the Ohio State Buckeyes. So let's uh, let's lay the twenty eight there. Uh, linebacker <laughs> Jawan Mitchell. Uh, he heads to the Arizona State Sun Devils. Um, cornerback Romello Edwards portal. Wide receiver Lucian Bernetti uh, portal. Off the tackle R.J. Perry follows offensive coordinator Alex Galesh to USF mm. in Tampa. Uh, wide receiver Walker Merrill heading to Wake Forest and Dave Clawson. Offensive tackle Will Parker to Trent Dilfer and UAB. Defensive lineman Jordan Phillips heading to the Maryland Terrapins. Offensive lineman Savion Herring in the portal. Uh, tight end Miles Campbell heading out to uh, North Carolina Central, who played and who won the Celebration Bowl a year ago. Uh, wide receiver Jimmy Holiday said, "I had enough of this. I'm going to Western Kentucky, where they throw the ball seven million times a game. We only threw it six million here at, at Tennessee last year." <laughs> uh, Jimmy Callaway, also another wide receiver, heading out to Jeff Brom and the Louisville Cardinals. Running back Lenneth Whitehead. Oh man, going to the Georgia Bulldogs. I got I got something just for that. I mean, what the fuck is going on here? Mm. The Georgia Bulldogs coming in and grabbing your guy. That's ridiculous. Ridiculous. Mm. 
Running back Justin Williams Thomas also heads out to the Cal Golden Bears to drop acid, and then uh, running back Lynn J. Dixon is also in the portal. So that's what they lost. That's a lot. Yep, that's a lot. But let me let me talk to you. What they bring back in? What they return? The money, buddy. They got money. Uh, Cornerback Gabe Judy Lally coming in from the BYU Cougars. He's got to be 31 years old because he's playing at BYU. They also brought in, and that's a four-star transfer. Get that's BYU's best secondary or best guy in the secondary. They also got BYU's best linebacker, Keenan Peely. All right. Coming in from the BYU Cougars as well. Mm-hmm. Offensive tackle, John Campbell from the Miami hurricanes off the tackle. Andrew Carrick from the Texas longhorns defensive lineman, Omar Norman lot coming in from Arizona state wide receiver, Dante Thornton coming in from the Oregon ducks. I mean, they're bringing in some names. Yeah. Kicker Charles Campbell from the Indiana Hoosiers. Tight end McCollin Castles from UC Davis with Dan Hawkins. It's a sneaky good get. Everyone, like a lot of people in the country wanted that, wanted them. So, look, Thornton, by the way, the Oregon transfer was a four star. They got a, a lot of four stars in here. Now, I, I mean, would you say they won the portal? They definitely had more than left than came, but. Yeah, it's tough. Um, Wash, call it a wash. I'd say it's a wash. But I, I, I wanted them to get some more secondary help. They needed help in the secondary. Yeah, you yeah. know, and I don't think they did that enough of that. They didn't get enough elite. You know, yeah, they just got the kid from BYU, right? Really, right, and they so. should they should have worked. They should that should have been all they've been focused on. If you ask me, yeah, no, I mean, well, the defensive side of the ball, we're going to talk about that because that was a big uh, X factor. You know, I think if they're if they're trying to get to you know, to win the SEC championship. Obviously, George is a problem for everyone in college football right now, but uh specifically I think the defensive side of the ball. Um let's talk about the offense because uh they were the number one scoring offense in the land yes. last year. Absolutely. Twenty sixth in rush offense, fifth in pass offense, number one in total offense. Josh Heupel doing it. Um now Hendon Hooker, he's in the NFL. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> that's a problem. Only five starters are back on this on this offense that was so dynamic a I year know. ago. They lost the wideouts too, uh, so you know it's going to be interesting because they did lose some guys. Now Joe Milton, he's got a rocket fucking arm. Mm-hmm. He is uh, the Michigan transfer, the Michigan now. man. Yeah, and you know I know he started a uh, for Heupel's first couple games that they lost. Still, he looked good in the bowl game. They also have uh, Nico Lalaleva. I don't know how to pronounce his name, but he comes in from Long Beach, five-star recruit, mm-hmm. Long Beach, California. <sighs> they also have Navy Schuler, he's Schuler's son, deep on that Ooh, rotation. Right. There we go. There the, we go. The governor. Let's go. Also Gaston Moore, but I expect it to be Milton, and then Nico probably starting yeah. uh, next year. Uh what do you make of Joe Milton? You think that's how big of a hit is I that? I mean, this is it's a, it's definitely a hit. No matter what. Now, even if Milton's great, you know, and they are what he's, which I I don't think he's. I mean, he's, he's just not Hooker. And yeah. the offense, you can't expect this offense to be exact what they did last year with under Hooker. Um, Milton's gonna be good, you know. He's the quotes already coming out. You know, Hypel's like uh, he's he's working very hard. Now it's not a great sign. If you like how <laughs> if if the best thing you like is how much he works, you know, you like, not produces. Nah, not the best. Um, so he I, doesn't have the mobility, I don't think, but he's no, definitely he's definitely a freak. He's, he's huge. definitely got the rocket arm. Yeah, he's got yeah. the arm. He's like an Anthony Richardson style, yeah. like size athlete, but he doesn't move like that. Um, 
I think it'll be good enough. He was great in that Orange Bowl. You know, yeah, when, he looked, they, that when was, they lit that up was Clemson, really impressive. It was very Clemson's impressive. Defense was the one thing that was good. So uh, they're gonna they're gonna drop down a little bit just out of for one, just because they peaked with that last year. But like I think Hooker was amazing. Like you said, if Hooker did not get hurt, who knows what could happen? They bring back Jalen Wright, the running backs back. Uh, they also have Jabari Small. Running back situation looks okay. Wide receivers you circle, but I'm not real worried because Brew McCoy, who is a former five star from Texas and USC, mm-hmm. this guy's transferred all around the all around the country. He's back, and then they got they got a great Tennessee name there. Squirrel Squirrel White. Love Squirrel White. Didn't get recruited because he's a little squirrel. Oh man, the guy can play, and then they bring in Dante Thornton How from tall the Oregon squirrel? Ducks. Uh, squirrel is sitting there five ten, one sixty five. But get, he's electric. I get love him the it. ball. Yeah, give, gotta give Squirrel the ball. And so, like to me, between White McCoy and Dante Thornton, the Oregon transfer, like the I think the wide receiver room. I am not. I'm not questioning anything. Oh, I'm not worried about the yeah. skill players. And then you didn't even get to the running backs. Who I think they're, that's the best tandem in the SEC. Oh uh, no, Jalen Wright and Jabari Small. Yeah. You mean yeah, yeah, yeah. Jalen Wright, Jabari uh, Small. Yeah, I mean you could de- definitely make that case. That's why you have a guy transferring out to Georgia. Mm-hmm. Uh, tight end Jacob Warren is back, mm. um, and remember they bring in the UC Davis transfer. Um, so the tight end position. I mean, yeah, Jalen Wright as well. I mean, tight end seems really sound. Really, it, it's hard to too. find weakness here. Maybe is it the offensive line? But they returned three of five on the offensive line, but they are breaking in left tackle John Campbell from the Miami Hurricanes. Right. They lost Darnell Wright, of course, the big star. He was yeah. drafted tenth overall. Both those offensive line transfers from Texas and Miami penciled in to be day one starters. So that's mm. why I think you could argue that they won the portal. Yeah. Okay. Um, I mean, yeah. The return three and a guy from Miami and Texas that are gonna start, you know. Yeah. That's not gonna be the problem. Yeah. Let's, it's all gonna come down to Milton. Yeah, I think so. And and Milton and the defense, because let, let's, let's, let's talk a little bit about this right, defense. Talk a little bit about the defense. Like, as we said, the skilled position, they're all fine, I but mean, there's no way you have the offense finishing first this year. No. Okay. No, no. I mean, they're, they're loaded though. Their, their roster is loaded. The other than Milton. Is, is not tough either. So right. uh, defensively, Tennessee was the 35th best scoring defense in the country. 20th in uh rush defense. One hundred and hmm. what? One hundred twenty-eighth. Yeah, it was pass defense pass was defense? not good. Ninetieth in total defense. <laughs> That's not gonna cut it. Well, I will say this for them for their defense: the numbers aren't good, and their secondary was bad, and they still look bad. Although that's kind of the way the offenses are in that, as you see, everything spread out. You're going to have numbers, and the way their offense is putting up forty-five points a game. There's going to be a lot of throw. People aren't going to be running. People got to throw just to keep up with you. Yeah. And when it came down to it, their defense made plays in some games when they needed first pit, you know, they yeah. locked down. Yeah. They held down Levis from Kentucky. They held yeah. him to six points. You yeah. know, I mean, you're right. And uh, the defense side of the wall does return seven starters. And they shut count. down Clemson at orange bowl too. Clemson's offense shut down itself all, right, all year. Fair enough. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not trying to shit on Tennessee, but I'm right. just saying Clemson's I'm offense was not the, good last I'm year. I'm saying they, out, yeah. they outperformed okay. some of their bad numbers. Sure, sure. Uh, the defensive line only returns one. Yeah. And defensive tackle Amari Thomas. I will say that besides the secondary, I'm a little worried about their pass rush as well. They're going to better hope Omar Norman Lott from Arizona State coming in, but also Tyler Barron. They're hoping to step up and same with Karat Garland. Mm. Um, but yes, I would circle the defensive line, linebacking core. They do return uh, Aaron Beasley, no, Aaron Beasley, son of Aaron Beasley, yes, son uh, of son and father of yes, somehow of yes. Aaron Beasley, <laughs> Aaron Beasley. He's just amazing. 
Uh, they got him and Peely coming in from BYU. That makes that makes a decent tandem. They're counting on Roman Harrison to uh, who got one start a season ago. Uh, to be the third. So linebacking looks all right. Secondary was where we go. They re- at least they return a ton, right. you know, like yeah, they return uh, Tamari and McDonald. They return slaughter, uh, you know, Danico slaughter. Also Kamal Haddon and Jalen McCullough. They're counting on Wesley Walker. Who's another great Great name, New York oh, Jet. Oh yes, California eighty-five. Golden Wesley Bear. Walker, Ken, o, Ken O'Brien, he was a stud. Brendan Todd. Ho- hopefully, he plays like uh, Wesley Walker um, because look, he's a senior coming at the free safety spot. Mm-hmm. He did get two starts a season ago, so maybe that's the guy. Um, yeah, I mean, uh, they they return. Uh, no, they don't. They they bring in a punter, Colby Morgan, and also uh, the kicker. The kicker Charles Campbell comes in from Indiana, so. Buddy, uh, the defense. Where, where, where are we at with it? You think it's gonna be a, take a big jump? You think it's gonna oh, take not a gonna big, big jump? jump? I think they'll improve a little bit. I think they'll sure. improve because I think the not. I know the non-con wasn't amazing last year yeah. with UT Martin, Akron, and Ball State and uh, Pitt. They might as well join the MAC, but mm-hmm. Pitt, Pitt is certainly better than Virginia. So Pitt uh, is better than Virginia. I mean, Aaron Beasley's just an absolute. Absolute beast, and he can, and he's going to get better, yeah. which is incredible. Um, but I think just a style, like I don't think they're going to score fifty points a game like that again. So I, that alone will help the numbers at least. Come, I mean, it, it'll still be a, it'll still be a racetrack pace, you know. Well, that's I what yeah, Hypo likes I, to yeah, do. But say that the, their offense scoring that fast yeah. puts a lot of pressure on I mean. that defense. Puts a lot of pressure. Yeah. So I think, and with the way they run the ball, I think they'll slow down a little bit. Not, I mean, they're not going to slam the brakes at all, but th- you know. Yeah, Tim Banks got his work cut out for him on improving uh, uh, the defense. Yeah, by the way, the offensive side of the ball, we didn't touch on, uh, you know, Alex Galesh taking the South Florida job. I don't think that matters that much because they're they're running Heupel's, uh, you know, Art Bryles, uh, you know, mm-hmm. offense. I, I, they're, the new OC uh, is the former quarterback coach Joey Joey Hazel, I believe, right? Yeah. Uh, and I don't really. That doesn't. I mean, no disrespect to Joey, but. It's Josh's offense. I feel like of they're, they're going to be fine. It's going to be fine. Offense. Absolutely. Yeah. I'm not worried about that. Uh, so, all right. Um, look, folks, we're going to get to looking at the schedule going game by game for the Tennessee Volunteers. But before we do that, I want to tell you that the college football experience is brought to you by Sports Gambling Podcast Patreon. Yes. Sign up to the Patreon to get access to exclusive contests, including the NFL Win Totals Contest with a $1,000 first place prize. Uh, besides the season long contest, they also have weekly contests just for the patrons, plus a monthly SGP stories podcast, completely ad free and full of behind the scenes stories from SGPN. Uh, there's even a Discord channel just for the patrons. Only you can prevent corporate gambling. Do your part and sign up today. Sports gambling podcast.com slash Patreon. That's sports gambling podcast.com slash Patreon. <laughs> All right, we are back on the college football experience, and hopefully you're watching on YouTube, youtube.com slash the college experience. And remember, this is the hub for all of our college podcasts. All right. I host the college football experience. We also host the college, the FCS college football experience. Maybe there's some UT Martin, yeah. some Chattanooga, some East Tennessee State Buccaneer fans out there. All right. Tennessee State, Eddie George, right? Check out that podcast. Also, the college basketball experience, Rick Barnes. Been building up this this Tennessee program. There should be fire when the college basketball season hits. I will be here each and every single night of the season, and we'll have some preseason episodes coming in the in the coming weeks. 
Uh, also the college baseball experience, myself and Noah Beanick. Noah, uh, I mean, Tennessee keeps a, keeps a good baseball program and they definitely have a little fuck you behind there. Uh, I, I love their, with the, they were rocking the fur coat when they hit a Homer. Yes. I love Remember? the fur coat. Absolutely. Rest of the sec was going crazy. I, that's respectful. <laughs> it was, no, it was I mean, fantastic. It's the only good thing that happened to baseball in the last <laughs> God forbid people were having yeah. fun out on the fucking baseball diamond. My God. Subscribe to the college baseball. <laughs> Experience. It's <laughs> fun uh, over there. Yeah, it is fun. College baseball there. experience it is fun. fun. Uh, and also check out that we have the Big 12 experience too. If any Big 12 fans out there, we come together as one on YouTube, youtube.com slash the college experience. But all those other feeds are separate podcasts, iTunes, Spotify. Get over there. Mm-hmm. Remember also to check out the Bottom Line Bombs podcast. Yes, sir. By, hosted by CJ Sullivan, the man in the box. All right, well, look, if you are watching on YouTube right now, you see the sweet graphic. Shout out to Cam. Uh, the win total sitting at nine and a half. <laughs> they won 11 last year. Remember that bowl win doesn't count on your total. So bowl they basically won 10 in the regular season. Okay. So they hit the over a year ago. Well, obviously not. Th- they would hit this. Over. What was yeah. their over was like six yeah, and a half. Yeah, last it was year like six and a half, seven, something like that. But yeah. uh, here we are week one. Mm-hmm. Uh, this game's ridiculous to me. Why play this in? in I'll uh, just say right now, yeah. befo- before you even go break down the schedule, yeah. Looking at nine and a half, what's your first impression there? I expect a little regression. Yeah, they, I, they went undefeated in one score games last just year. Just coming in yeah. generally, they I'm lose their starting quarterback. Got regression. Yeah, this looks like it's screaming under already. Before even taking a dive into the schedule. Yeah, well, I know they play Alabama every year. Yeah, so that's that's already like okay. There's gonna. I think Saban might have that one circled. It's in Tuscaloosa. Mm-hmm. So. And they play, I know they're going to play Georgia. So right there, that would tell me that there's no room for error after that, but let's get to it because week one, for some reason, they're playing one of these corporate NFL games at the, the Titan stadium. Yeah. I hate it. Yeah. It should be in Knoxville should be in Charlottesville. I this don't is care. First Virginia in Nashville. Yeah. What? What yeah. am I reading here? Why do this? What is I don't going understand on? why nah, they nah. do this. Now it's Nashville, you get the bachelorette parties, they take <laughs> it over Vegas, and they get the bus on a bike, and you pedal that down and you go to Tootsies and you get Yeah, well it's terrible because dude you, get, you, you catch a game at Neyland Stadium, it's like one of the best college football experiences right. you can. Why not just play this at Neyland? I know. It's killing me. No Virginia fans travel anyway. They haven't fucking traveled since George well, Walsh in thing. 1997. <laughs> <laughs> that's the thing. They want them to come to Nashville. Get this fucked is a, up. A go neutral to, site yeah, game. Go to Jason Aldean's. Get yourself a goddamn. <laughs> Dude, Virginia might be the worst power five in, in yeah. all of America. Uh, the, the spread is already, I, I saw it at 28 and a half. Mm. I'll actually lay it too. Woo, yeah. Boy. I will lay it because I have no faith in Virginia. Uh, what are you doing here? Want to know? Oh yeah, one and zero. Oh. Um, Twenty eight and a half. That's okay. that's how bad Virginia is. They, yeah, they is. their offensive line was terrible last year. Mm. Now maybe Virginia's defense will be a little little. They've been they were all right, but maybe they can sustain them a tiny bit. But no, I don't see it happening. Week two, the governors of Austin P coming into Knoxville. I bet you Austin P keeps it closer than Virginia does. How about that? That's a nice. That's a nice yeah. little play. There you go. I like that. Uh, but still two and zero. Oh. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and, yeah. And then. Saturday, September 16th, they head to the swamp mm. where they've only won twice since 1971. Great rivalry. This is a great rivalry. This is the old Spurrier Peyton rivalry. Yeah. Can't, and can't spell citrus without UT, he would say. <laughs> <laughs> 
Buddy, uh, look, I'm not very high on Graham Mertz in Florida. Mm-hmm. I understand this is a legit home field advantage, and that matters. But I do think Tennessee is a better team than Florida. I got them winning in Ben Griffith mm. Stadium, Ben Hill Griffith Stadium, and they can argue about who created Gatorade or whatever the fuck. But give me the Vols to move to three and zero. This is a tough one, mm-hmm. obviously. Early on, very tough. Very. <laughs> <laughs> What are you doing here? I think I'm going the Gators. If you ain't Gator, you're Gator bait. But I'm saying <laughs> this is what I'm looking at for the regression to tight those tight games you were talking about that they won last year. Yeah. Some aren't going to go to sh- do this way. I mean, I there's going to be obviously Milton's first test coming out, and I think this is going to you know this yeah. is going to decide a lot in the season. First road test. Look, I worry more about the game after. I think UTSA yeah, and Frank Harris well. could be a sneaky, a sneaky game there. Damn right it is. That's actually that's what's hilarious. They probably scheduled this ten years ago when UTA's UTSA was ass, and uh, they actually end up being the the tougher challenge than Virginia. Um, should I still think they should be four and zero? They should be four and zero. Yeah, they should be. And I'm and we're high on UTSA, both of us. Yeah. This year, I liked them a lot. This year, you got them three and one. They I got them three four and zero. Oh. Now, mm-hmm. there's no way they're losing this game because South Carolina, I thought, ran it up last year. <laughs> they were there is zero percent. They were feeling yeah. themselves in that towards the end they of the season are, last year. South Carolina, they are not winning in Knoxville. Oh this year. man, they were. They, they were are not winning in Knoxville. Parents this year. were out of town and they were throwing a rager that last couple times, <laughs> last couple of weeks there in South Carolina. So I got them. Uh, I, I got them, I got Tennessee five and zero oh at the bye week. They'll okay. be top ten. Everyone's talking about them. Mm-hmm. And then I think Bobby Petrino, aka Road Rash Face, and mm. Texas A and M come into Neyland and get it done because they're going to be looking ahead to the Alabama game, and uh, I think that's a loss. Five and one. I'll say this: between the Florida game and A and M, I feel like they'll lose one of them. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, so you got to win this one? No, I don't. I okay. like, like I said, I'm also big on A and M this year, and I think they have uh, just don't. This is going to be a lot of talent on the field. Yeah, this game for oh, sure. Yeah. You know oh, what yeah. I mean? And uh, of course, much we got Jimbo Fisher. I think, uh, like I said, this is part of the aggression. So I think I, I think I flexes out this year as well. So that's uh, two losses two for, for you, yeah. one for me, and then they head to Bryant Denny Stadium in Alabama. And look, Saban, I think knows last season they they rushed the field. It's just. There's no way Tennessee's winning. Like there is to me, like a zero percent chance Tennessee's winning this game. <laughs> and I, I'm not an Alabama fan. I, I would I, love to see Tennessee win this game, but I just think like Saban holds those grudges. That's what makes him great. It's amazing. I mean, I'm yeah. so, I'm high on Alabama. I feel like I'm high on everyone. High on Alabama this year. Bounce back season. T- the time you don't want to look down on them, even though they're second odds. This is when they get you. I still don't even know their quarterback, but it's amazing. Yeah, but I, yeah. but I still like, so much belief. Yeah, ah, doesn't matter. And they they the only team they ever lose to in uh in Tuscaloosa is LSU. All right. So uh, this is the second loss for me. Once again, the win totals at nine and a half. They can't afford another loss for you. This That's, would be number three. This, this would be three. the under already cashing by October twenty first. Let's do it. Number three. See now, there's also this incredible stat about teams that play Alabama the very next week. They normally. Struggle, hmm. so that makes this game at Kentucky back to back away very dangerous. Devin Leary coming in now. Tennessee has owned Kentucky, I feel like for the most part. So I'll even say Tennessee gets this, even though I feel like I'm being a little generous between Florida and Kentucky hmm. here. But I'll say they get it. Yeah, they got Kentucky. Then they're home to friend of the program, Jim Mora, uh, and the UConn Huskies for homecoming. That should be a win. 
You with uh, you got a UConn upset? We love what Moore is yeah. doing up I there, do up there in stores. Bit, I love yeah. what he's doing up there. Uh, but yeah, no, he they get UConn. Yeah. So now they host at now that I'm sorry, they don't host. They head to uh, Farrow Field in Columbia, Missouri, to take on the Missouri Tigers. This is another look ahead spot because Georgia's coming to town the very next week, and everyone's been talking about this game mm. since January. I got them losing at Missouri. Mm, I like this. I like. I, yeah. I like where your that heads at with this. Spot. Absolutely. It'll be a little cold November eleventh. Yeah. I like what you're saying here. Give me that. Give me so that loss that, in that's Missouri. A third loss. I am on the under. And guess what? The very next week, I do think Georgia beats them again. That is a fourth <sighs> loss for me. Yeah. And then they're home to Vanderbilt. Uh, so I an do, improved Vanderbilt yeah. team, I will say. And they blanked them last year. That, that, speaking of their defense, Tennessee shut them out. Oh yeah, that was an ass whooping. Mm-hmm. That was an ass whooping. So, buddy, I actually really think this is a lock rivalry game too. I do you have them beating Georgia by chance? I have no, of course not. But yeah. I do not have them beating Georgia. But I do. I will. I tell you what, that Vanderbilt game is going to be tricky for them. I mean, it's a rivalry game. It always is. Yeah. And Vanderbilt is, they'll get the win just to finish the season out and win. But uh, yeah, I love the under here. I, I like. love the under too because I'm still giving them the Florida game. I'm giving them the Kentucky game. Where I mean. I, I just don't see, I don't see them beating all those teams. Mm. I like I, they would have to beat a and M Alabama or Georgia to hit the over one of those. And mm. I, I just don't see it happening, especially with the way the schedule aligns. So I am on the under, I still think Josh Heupel is doing a great job. And I still think, you know, the, the following year, they might even have an even better team. Right. So as Josh Heupel said himself, the future is scary, bright. It is. It really is. But I actually think this is a lock for me. Okay. I feel very good about this under. I love it too. Like I'm actually really going to bet this. I mean, what do I have him at? Five, five. Uh, yeah. You have a seven and five. I have him at eight and four. <laughs> yeah, that's a bit aggressive, so, but yeah, uh, e- either way. Yeah, to get to nine and a half, and it was at nine earlier. So I mean, obviously they're public, they're fun, they're a fun team to bet on. So people are going to bet the over with them, just the way that offense was. I love, dude. Yeah. I love the 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 under here. Mm-hmm. Like get over, get over there, bet this thing. Okay, uh, folks. Uh, look, before we get out of here, um, I had a chance to sit down with with uh, Michael Barker, aka College Football Campus Tour, to talk about. Uh, uh, you know, I, his experience is down to knee, to Neyland and Knoxville, Tennessee. So with no further ado, let me load that up here because he was, he was definitely talking about that. One of the best college football environments. Here it is joining me on the college football experience, Tennessee volunteers, 2023 <laughs> season preview episode is none other than Michael Barker, AKA college football campus tour. Wait, what? Yeah, college football campus tour on Twitter. Give it a follow because Michael has been to every single FBS stadium. He goes to like five or six or seven games a week when the season's rolling along. He documents it all on his page. It is a must follow. Michael, I appreciate you hopping on the show to talk a little Tennessee Volunteers in Neyland Stadium. Yeah, thank you, Colby. And and this is a big one right here. So uh, excited to get into Neyland. Yeah, I mean, look, I had the opportunity, but I think feel like it was like 2003 or 2004 to go to a game here. Unbelievable experience, folks. And this is like college football, the way college football should be. Obviously, last season, I think if if you had asked anyone about college football, what's the most memorable game? It would have been the Alabama upset and the fact they brought the goalposts to the Tennessee River. Unbelievable. That is college football. But yes, when I went, man, we partied on a, uh, we tailgated on a pontoon boat and we went into the game. It was raining. They, uh, it was just a, it was a wild game, but uh, uh, tell me about your, uh, the, the history of this stadium and, and essentially how many times you've been here. Yeah. So uh, 
The history is very interesting. It was built in 1921 and it has 3,200 seats. Uh, the original name was Shield Watkins Field, and it was later re- renamed Neyland Stadium after General Robert Neyland, who had three stints as Tennessee head coach between 1926 and 1952. Uh, the reason it's so remarkable is now that the stadium has 102,000 seats. So 3,200 to 102,000 in 102 years is just amazing. Uh, the biggest crowd they've ever had was 109,061 versus Florida in 2004. It was a 30 to 28 win. And their overall record there is 485, 141, and 17, which is a win percentage of 76.7%. And as far as my experiences there, I didn't get to have the same experience as you because I went there during the COVID season. Um, you know, it, it was a it was a blessing and a curse because you wanted to go to football and you get to go to the SEC because they were allowing fans, but it was only 25 or 30% capacity. And the game I went to was particularly disappointing. Uh, that quarterback, Jared Garantano, I'm going to butcher the pronunciation. He threw two pick six in the first half. Kentucky beat him 34 to seven. So, you know, you talk about Twitter polls and, and things that I put on, uh, on social media Tennessee is the number one stadium that I have my uh, target for this year to get a state to get an experience like you did to, you know, the biggest FOMO I had maybe ever. I went to a doubleheader in Long Island and Fordham last year, and it was at the same day as Alabama, Tennessee. So I don't want to miss out on that. I want to have an experience like you. I want to jump in the Tennessee River. I want to do all that stuff. So hopefully we can make it happen this fall. Yeah. I mean, unbelievable. It, it's one of the folks. I, I say this, I haven't been to nearly as many stadiums as Michael, but I can tell you what I loved about this stadium was the fact it's folks. right. You have like, it's right in the middle <laughs> of like their downtown. Folks. So like you have bars and, and restaurants and stuff right outside of the stadium. And also the Tennessee river. Like I said, I was on a pontoon boat, unbelievable experience. And I highly recommend it. And uh, Michael, uh, look, I appreciate you hopping on the show and you, uh, I'm curious to see, when you go this year, I, 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 I'm going to, I can't wait to hear your review of it, but also maybe one day in the future, we can meet again at Neyland stadium for another Vols game, man. You made the experience sound, sound good. So I got to do that myself and to be a part of 102,000 people striped out at night fireworks by the river. Sounds amazing. So hopefully we can make it happen. There we go, man. Uh, folks, everyone give them a follow on Twitter at CFB campus tour. I'm telling you, just, just trust me on this. It oh, is a must follow because I love it. Does great work. Does the photo of the game. I'll show you the history. It's just, it's just a must follow. Michael, I appreciate you coming on the show, man. And I, I'm, I'm excited to see your travels this year, man. Thank you, Colby. I appreciate uh, you having me on your show as always. Michael Barker. Yes. Folks. Folks. He's get doing out fantastic. There. <laughs> if I can tell you what. Folks, if I could tell you one thing, yeah. it's get yourself a Carl Pickens jersey and get yourself down to that oh, stadium. Get out there on those pontoon boats before the game. All right, Tennessee volunteer football. They do college football, right? They do. All right? They do. Uh, folks, give CJ Sullivan a follow on Twitter <laughs> at CJ Sullivan underscore. Uh, give, you know, check out the Bottom Line Bombs podcast. Mm. It is a must subscribe. All right, a must subscribe. Beautiful. Uh, I'm on Twitter at the Colby D. Ah, I don't know. Follow if you want. Yes, All right. Uh, the college football experience. Now that's what you should follow. Is on Twitter at TCE on SGPN. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, 
Subscribe to all of our other podcasts. Yes, the college football experience, the FCS college football experience, the college basketball experience, the college baseball experience. We even got the Big 12 experience. The SEC's coming. Don't worry. We come together as one on YouTube, youtube.com slash the college experience. Check out the sports gambling podcast as they break down all 32 NFL teams as well. Get the SGPN app for free in the App Store and Google Play Store and hop on over to the Discord. Talk a little vol sports with us. All right, sports gamblingpodcast.com slash Discord. All right, folks, until next time, we're locking up the under. This is the college football experience, Tennessee volunteer style. You better start thinking about yours. And we out of here. Run and shoot.